Good morning, everyone. It's Judith A. Cope. You're listening to Mad Love. I got the husky voice because I have a little nasal congestion. And as you all know, you are the first people I talk to. You're the first people I really engage with. Um, Anybody I'm talking to before now usually would just get a grunt (laughs) or some sort of mandatory. How you doing? Anyway. No time for jokes. Yesterday was bananas and ridiculous. I t- Listen, this dude is a chaos agent. And the fact that all of those people could gather there like that and feel comfortable. And I mean, I get the impression they were all just sort of rallying at the Capitol and then decided, you know, some crazies went the extra mile to break into the building. And I mean, clearly they were not prepared uh, from a, uh, security standpoint, you know, and this is how we learn tough lessons. When you have mentally unstable people or cult based thinkers, you know, you can't tell me this isn't a cult in your whole lifetime. Have you ever seen anything like this? One thing we've always managed to do is just get right up to the line, but we stayed civil. And so Bill Maher called it. He called it a long time ago. He was like, this guy isn't going to leave. And here's the thing. I thought, of course he'll leave. When he sees the results of a loss, he'll leave. What I didn't count on is him being like, I didn't lose. That's a lie. You guys are lying. He's that kid everybody grew up with who hated to lose. You know what? Michael Jordan had a brother who beat him up if he lost. You know, and it sounded entertaining on The Last Dance, but that's strange that's strange behavior you know that's you that's not how you lose there's a such thing as a a great uh, being a graceful loser that doesn't mean that you like the taste of losing you know me and my nephew were watching my little cousin play her basketball game on youtube and we were like yelling and coaching the team through the youtube you know, we were on the phone together. We're both watching it on our screens and we're both screaming at, you know, we're competitive. I'm a competitive person. These girls are in high school and I'm like, come on, protect your, protect the uh, ball. What are you doing? Don't turn it over. Where is the, in-? he cracked up. Cause I was like, where is the interior? I said, they don't have an interior game on either side of the ball. And he thought that was hilarious, but they didn't. Um, then they showed that they had some, but that other team was, they, they those girls are going to college playing ball. <laughs> the other team was a little, a little bit, a uh, little bit more advanced in their skill set, at least in that game. But anyway, you've seen this before. You've seen this guy. I didn't lose. What if those little girls from that high school game that we watched, you know, get handled? We didn't really lose, though. We That wasn't really a lot. Okay. You know what I mean? There are people out here who just deny reality and it's dangerous because if you don't agree, you know, at some point on the basics, then what the hell are we talking about? You know, this man is obviously in the throes of dementia or some sort of narcissistic uh, fever dream and, uh, you know, all these rallies and shit. Who didn't see this coming? Who did not see this coming? And, uh, the fact that they could all walk around and deface and destroy and feel so comfortable 
you know, nobody was shot and killed. Do you know how, and I am not this person, but I, I know this is true. If just one quarter of the Black Lives Matter people looked like they were going to broach the building, they would have been shot and killed on the ground uh, without hesitation. And of course, the president is against that group. And it, it he's obviously pro this group. Um, and maybe that makes the difference. The directors come down differently, but this was just a blatant display of cowardice and cult-like, um, imbalanced behavior. And if this MF isn't walked out of the building, perp walked out right now, you waiting for two weeks, what's he going to do in two weeks? He's going to barricade himself in there. I'm going to hold my breath till you give me the win because I won. Find the votes for me. I won. If you ain't got the votes, that means you lost. If we got to go find them, that means they weren't there, which means you lost. This is not some TV show. Nobody's like, you know, manipulating you. You lost. You are failure. You are an abject failure in every way in your life. When people really look at how you run your business, you know, a lot of us could do pretty okay if we inherited hundreds of millions of dollars. I can tell you I'd be one of them. I have spent many a day in my adult life like, damn, why didn't I inherit any money? How did I get in this group where there's just no money for me to do the things I want to do? And I have such big dreams. You know what I mean? How can I, and I'm not being ungrateful. I have a great family, but there are times I've been in my life like, other people inherit money. Other people have family businesses to go to. Other, like, I was just befuddled. Like, how did I get to this place where there's just absolutely no funds, you know? And it sounds spoiled in the title because it is. I was a middle-class kid without middle-class resources. And so to think there are people out in the world who just inherit hundreds of millions of dollars. I mean, they wake up wealthy you know, I felt some kind of way about it. I really did. For a long time, I'd just be like kicking rocks like, I don't get this. And in a way, that's why you see it says, there's a book that says, you know, who you're born to is akin to like winning the lottery. If you are born to a wealthy family, you have a whole set of different issues. And of course, it goes on down. So you have, you know, high net worth, ultra high net worth, high net worth, um, you know, people who do really well. <laughs> and then you have people who, you know, who, as you go down the line, you know, then you got the upper middle class, upper class, middle class, lower class. And the low, guess what? The lower class is the biggest class. And it's challenging. And this guy has obviously just been allowed to be a lunatic. And I don't understand how this is. I don't even understand how it's gotten this far. And you see some of the pictures of these people. And it's like, you're just letting them in because they're white with Trump hats. And I, I don't even understand this. You know, and there were black people there. Don't sleep. I saw them. I'm like, what are they doing? They're up there defacing the building. Not the black people. I didn't see them doing that. These were white people scaling the building, carrying out podiums, stealing Nancy Pelosi's mail. You know, I see what I'm telling you. Do you see what I'm telling you? He's not a law and order person. 
There's there's been nothing about Donald Trump ever that's been about the law or order. And when you look at his life, he is a chaos agent and that's what he does. But when people start talking about defund things, this is what I'm saying. You want real police. I don't know what the police directors were yesterday, but clearly it wasn't enough of them. Clearly they were not prepared for this. And this is what a life without order looks like. This is third world living. So I really hope that as Americans, we see this situation rectify ASAP and get this clown out of here. And I'm telling you, I want all the chaos agents and bad actors gone. Don't think that only this is only happening on the national scale. There's probably some shenanigans going on in your town because people have become emboldened by the idea. Well, no one's going to stop me. You know, nobody's going to do anything. So I'm just going to ram through whatever I want because I want it. You know, this kind of entitlement and, and white privilege It's happening and black people are taking advantage of it, too. There are people out here who are just taking advantage of whatever privilege they have and they don't care if it's right or wrong or illegal or not. And I believe we are at a point now where people have just gotten tired of watching the the children run the show. It is time for the grownups to come back into the room. All these uh, people you thought were too tough and too mean and just didn't listen and they were racist. Were they racist or were they just trying to do the right thing? Were they racist or were they just not as lax against rules as you are? Hmm. That was a sad, sad display. And the fact that the world can view us like that What's the point of the democracy if you can just let people run amok like that and desecrate the the epitome of what it means to be an American in a democracy? It's shameful. It's shameful. And I hope he gets arrested and perp walked out because he is crazy. He is in some sort of, like I said, old man narcissistic fever dream. And somebody needs to go on in there and be like, okay, he's, he needs to get the Navy SEAL treatment. But I want to see it. I want him to see, I want to see him get walked out with handcuffs. So maybe not the SEALs because <laughs> they go in and shit don't seem like it. If the mission is to get them, they, they don't come back with a living person. <laughs> I'm, I want to see him get perp walked out. And actually go to real prison because, you know, this is the act of a desperate man. This is how desperate people act. He is trying to stay in office so he does not have to go to jail. You could Ray Charles can see that. Him and his kids, they all need to go. And I don't want to hear any more about it. And Josh Hawley from Missouri, thanks for shaming us again. St. Louis Well, not just St. Louis, but St. Louis and Missouri looks like the clown factory of the USA. Great job. 